Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mindset Mummy podcast and this is another Mum Life with Mummy My Hill episode and it feels very appropriate, I have to say, to be doing this episode today because I'm going to talk about the terrible twos because we are well and truly in them. It is honestly a crazy, crazy time in our house. So, when Cece was little, some of you who've been following me on social media for a while might remember she was, and still is to be honest, a very influential character, I should say. She's a very strong-willed character, she's very stubborn, and she knows her own mind, she knows exactly what she wants. So she has always been quite driven, um, quite determined, and as a parent, that can be quite hard to handle. And I remember when I was pregnant with Sunny, and so when I was pregnant with Sunny, Cece was like 18 months old, um, and there's actually two years, two months between them, so they're quite close in age. And I remember when I was pregnant with Sunny being like, oh my God, like this child that I'm now pregnant with must, it's got to be the chilled one. It's got to be the chilled one because Cece is like crazy. And I honestly was convinced that Sonny was going to be super chilled. And do you know what? When he was a baby, I have to say, it's all a bit of a blur now, but he was very chilled. It's very difficult though, because obviously he's, he was a lockdown baby. I didn't really do the things with him that I did with Cece. So it's actually been really hard to compare them at that age. Um, but he had always been quite chilled. And then, I don't even know at what point, but he started to get much more needy. Um, he's quite a mummy's boy and he's very, he's very sensitive. We call him a bit of a wet lettuce. You know, he's a little bit emotional and he's just a classic, like, little mummy's boy, basically. However, the last few weeks have been ridiculous. Like, honestly, shout out to any mums of two-year-olds right now because I feel like we deserve a massive night out, massive bottle of wine and a big massage and a chill out time because it's just the most exhausting thing ever. Like <laughs> children are crazy and I feel like Cece now, she is four so she's now of an age where she understands more, she's quite mature for her age and even though she can still um, have tantrums, she doesn't really have them, she just gets more stroppy so I feel like with her we're actually out of the tantrum phase with Sunny we are well and truly in it and do you know what it's just been so intense so I'm gonna run you through how it normally goes like for example today this today's been ridiculous so this morning um woke up and I think for me at the minute because I am actually I've got this awful habit I've mentioned it before probably on every episode that I'm actually sleeping with him at the minute they start, they sleep together in the same bed. I've got this massive double bed together. And he goes down fine. And then normally around midnight, he'll wake up and he'll cry. And if I don't get in bed with him, he'll cry. And then he'll wake Cece up and we've got next door neighbours. And it's just a nightmare. So I end up getting in bed, but then I obviously fall asleep. I am honestly like, I can fall asleep anywhere. So I just fall asleep. As soon as my head hits the pillow and I'm gone. So I end up then sleeping with him and then I'm obviously with him all night and he's like clinging on my neck and I have managed the last few days to set my alarm for half five and have my morning routine so I actually get up and I like, <laughs> I like roll out of the bed, it's ridiculous, so I don't wake him up and it takes me normally 10 minutes to get out of the bed um, but I've been doing that and having my morning routines which has really really helped, I've had that hour to myself which has made all the difference but it has been quite intense because I am sleeping with him. So, for example, this morning, right, we woke up. Well, I woke up, did my morning routine, which I'm so glad I did. 
And when he woke up, they, the kids actually slept in until like 10 to 7. And we have to leave at half past. So we had like 40 minutes. But everything was ready apart from them getting dressed and having breakfast. And he was in a really good mood. He was like smiling. And I was like, oh, morning. Like, who is this little happy chappy? And I thought, oh, maybe, you know, maybe we've, we've turned a corner here. Anyway, we then got up, he came downstairs and I then suggested breakfast and they normally have cereal. They like their chocolate hoop cereal. Um, and so I got some cereal out for them both and he was like, no, don't want it. And I was like, right, okay. I was like, would you like some toast? No, don't want it. I want cereal. So I got the cereal out, put it down and then he screamed and was like, don't want it and threw himself on the floor and then Cece bless her is just like oh like she like rolls her eyes she's like mummy is at it again I'm like I know so I put him on the naughty step and he's screaming but now he actually like hits his own head and I remember Cece she used to rock back onto like the um the cupboards or like a chest of drawers she'd hit her head backwards and I remember having a phase I should do this and I'd be like oh my god like she's she's mental um and she did it only lasted a few weeks for her but Sonny's doing the same he's knocking his head back or smacking his own head and he just looks like he's possessed or something and he was sat on his step and then he wouldn't calm down so then we actually this does sound quite awful but I promise you it's <laughs> mean but their bedroom they're in the attic room it's actually a lovely room they're in the attic room and um i basically take him upstairs so when he doesn't calm down on the noise step and he's screaming his head off we'll take him upstairs and put him in his bedroom and i'll obviously close the stair gate and i'll be able, i'll still be able to hear him but just so he has that time out and a little side note this is actually really funny because when i was little i have a vivid memory of my mum putting me up the stairs and actually i was older so i think i was cece's age and the stair gate was up for my brother who and me me and my brother have the same age gap as cece and sonny it's really weird like we are so like it, it, very similar it's it's crazy actually it's quite freaky and i remember i would always get put upstairs because i was quite naughty just a bit tan well i wasn't naughty i was just very um what's the word it's very stubborn basically it was basically just like cece but maybe a little bit worse um and i remember being behind the stair gate and I'd get put up there when I was having these tantrums to calm me down. And I remember trying to climb over once. I was only like four or five. But I have a very clear memory of me trying to climb over this gate and getting stuck. And being like, mommy! And I remember coming upstairs and being like, what are you doing? And getting me down. So I always make sure there's like no blocks in the room. Because I always think, because I used to have those ABC blocks for brushing teeth. And I, know, I can actually remember this as like a four or five year old. And I remember put, piling them up and climbing up to do that. So I always check they can't do that. But it, I always think of this whenever I put him upstairs. But now, but now I totally get it. Before I had kids, I'd be like, Mum, I can't believe you did that to me. It was so mean. And now I'm like, oh my God, I totally get it. Um, so yeah, put him upstairs and then I come back downstairs. And normally I leave him for like five minutes or till he stops crying. And then I went upstairs and I was and I would say to him, and I try and be really calm. And this is the thing we're really focused on, not like us not shouting, having like stern tones but being in control and not losing it because I think that's just the worst isn't it when you feel like you've lost control and you're like oh my god and you just feel awful and I went upstairs and I said right are you going to stop and he was like no no and he's laying on the floor he's banging his legs and I thought right he needs a bit longer so I came up downstairs anyway this went on and this, basically in the mornings Adrian goes to the gym at half five for like a, um, a swim he says a swim he goes in the in the spa area I know his game um so he wasn't actually here at this point so basically for the next um well 
a while. He was upstairs and I think in total he was up there for maybe half an hour. And, and I tried to go up a few more times and I even tried to cuddle him because I thought maybe he's just passed it and he would he just didn't want anything. He just was screaming. I thought, oh my goodness. So then Adrian got home and, I, and you know, he then eventually stopped, brought him down. And then he said he was going to have his breakfast, popped it on the table. And then I, nothing even happened, but he just started screaming again. So I put him back on the step rather than upstairs. And to be honest, at this point, we were then having to get going and he'd not had any breakfast. And it's really stressful, isn't it? And this is why I'm so glad I only work three days a week. I honestly couldn't do it full time. Um, and I had then had to get going to go to work and he hadn't had any breakfast. And I thought, do you know what? I'm just going to have to take a cereal in a pot with me and have it as childbinders. And then Adrian, bless him, he was going to work. And then he, he was like, right, Sonny, say bye to daddy. And Sonny was like, no. And then when Adrian went to go, he'd be like, daddy, daddy, and would would really want him. So Adrian would come back in, try to give him a cuddle. And he'd be like, no, this happened four times. And poor Adrian obviously just wanted to give him a cuddle. And in the end, <laughs> Adrian had to just go to work and was like, sorry, I'm going. And then, and then Sonny was like devastated and I said well daddy's gone now because he has to go to work obviously he doesn't really understand so I get it it's difficult and he just sat and at this point I had to you know get all the stuff in the car finish getting myself ready make my, my you know grab my bar for the car and things and basically he just sat on the sofa and was like sobbed but he wouldn't be comforted it was so difficult it was and it was at that point I remember thinking like I could really it would be so easy to lose it right now it'd be so easy to be like oh my god and just shout and I thought do not do that Ali just stay calm don't react because you just kind of have to ignore it and I think that's maybe the approach I'm going to go like obviously do the naughty step put him upstairs but if he doesn't listen I'm just going to have to almost ignore it because it just it it's so draining it's ridiculous so then we're about to get in the car and I got his shoes on and then he stopped. Oh, they're screaming now. They're screaming now. Um, and then he stopped. Adrian is with them, don't worry. I've not just left them on their own, although it is tempting sometimes. Um, got and he, Yeah, he got his shoes on and he stopped. And then it was getting in the car and then he's like all happy. He's like, thank you, mummy. I put my coat on. And I'm like, are you joking? Like, what? You've, you've just been rolling around screaming for like the last 45 minutes. How are you now? Fine. And honestly, you just can snap out of it like that, but it has to be on his terms. And I've noticed this because we had a meltdown in the swimming pool the other day where he had exactly the same thing. And I tried to cuddle him, tried to calm him down and, and I couldn't reason with him. And I had to just leave him and everyone was walking through the showers, staring at me. And I was like, oh my God, yes, that's my child screaming. And eventually he just stopped and was like, mommy, you want cuddle? And it's like, you have to just let him get out of it. So we got in the car got to his childminder and he was absolutely fine there and he do you know what he never has any tantrums there and he's as good as gold cheeky little sausage and obviously he just saves it all for us so actually this morning I have to say it's one of the rare times where because normally when I drop the kids off I'm like oh like I wish I was with them all day this morning I was like I'm actually totally okay with this you can have him <laughs> he's been all right pain in the bum so drop them off obviously I went to work and then this sounds awful but the minute I almost get this like I suppose maybe anxiety feeling about picking him up from the childminder because I just know we're in for hell basically which it sounds awful and you know, don't judge me for saying it, but I do sometimes feel like, oh my God, like, what's it going to be like? Because you just, you just know it's going to be horrendous. Um, and please like tag me on Instagram and, you know, let, with this podcast and message me if, if you understand where I'm coming from, because I just think it is difficult. And I'm sure m many other mums feel like this. So we picked him up today and I was picking up, me and Adrian picking up together. 
We got in there and um, again, he'd been fine, been a little bit naughty, like a bit cheeky, but nothing compared to what it's like for us. And I was joking with my childminder. I said, oh, as soon as we get him in the car, like he'll scream. And I was like, I'm going to take a photo and show you. Because she's like, really? Anyway, got him out of the house. The minute she closed the door, he sobbed. Because basically, he didn't want to come home. He wanted to stay there. And we were like, are you joking? I was like, for goodness sake. Like, what, what, what is this? I was like, oh my God. So then I got seats in the car. Adrian's trying to like wrestle Sonny in the car. You know, with the classic surfboard, they go all straight and you can't get him in the car to save your life. And you're like, for goodness sake. Eventually we got him in and I actually took a photo of him screaming and I sent it to my childminder and I was like, here we go. And she was like, oh my Lord. You just honestly, you just wouldn't believe it if, if you saw him with her. He's like a different child. And then we got in the car and he's screaming the whole way home. And then eventually he just stops and then we've got in tonight and he actually, touch wood, I'm on the wooden desk, he's been okay and he's not had a meltdown, but I am expecting probably one more before bedtime. So the key is to try and get their dinner. Adrian's doing the, well, they're eating pasta now and then I'm going to get him in the bath and then hopefully it'll be like chill time and then it'll be bedtime. But honestly like he is so exhausting and I think when you're in this situation with a two-year-old or well, any child I suppose that you're having a hard time it's so hard to see the end like the light at the end of the tunnel like we were saying like oh my god like, I feel like this has been going on forever like I can't remember the last time I, I almost can't remember what it's like to have a, a child who's just like happy all the time and I know they're not happy all the time but you know, like where they are, we were not expecting a tantrum 24-7 and it does get you down. It does make you like, oh God. And I think this is well, like, I'm very lucky in that I do dedicate this time each day to like in the mornings to my mindset, to myself and I listen to positivity. And do you know what? Like this morning when he was kicking off, like I said, I remained really calm and I made a decision. I was like, Ellie, don't snap to it. Don't rise to it because then you're just going to feel rubbish. You're not going to see him all day. You're going to feel bad. And so I actually decided to make myself a lovely hot caramel coffee <laughs> in my travel mug and I put it in the car and I actually put on my AirPods um, and put a podcast on. I've been listening to and it kind of, this is what gave me inspiration to start this mum life with my Michael series because I listened to the Sam and Billy Fairs show, um, what's called the Sam and Billy show. And if I was a massive fan of the Mummy Diaries, like honestly, I loved it. And the reason I loved it is because I could relate to it so much. Like, you know, when you're a mum and you just feel like, you have all these these, these stresses of being a mum and almost the point where you don't want to like moan about it because everyone's got these stresses but you just want to like find people that relate and it can be a bit lonely can't it when you're a mum and you're at home with the kids and I used to love watching the mum diaries because I felt like I was just chatting to my mates about it and they totally got what I was saying and that's how I feel when I listen to the podcast like I tune in I'm like oh yeah I get it and that's kind of why I wanted to start my own one because I thought oh you know my kids are ridiculous I'm sure I'm sure I can make someone else feel better about their life as a mother so hopefully that's what it's doing um but yeah this morning I put on the Sam and Billy show listened to that um and it was it was really nice actually to then and when I dropped them off and I was a bit like oh took a deep breath had my hot coffee listened to that and it was actually really needed and then and then weirdly I feel like the universe had my back this morning because I was then stuck in really bad traffic um so I actually my my journey probably took me an extra 10 minutes than normal um from that point to get to school which meant I could listen to more of the episode and really enjoy my coffee and I felt a bit like oh I feel it's happened for a reason because the, the universe knows that I need this time this morning so I actually 
actually, even though the start of the day was horrendous, I actually had a really nice little moment in the middle. And I think that's a big tip, isn't it? Like just love on yourself so much more when motherhood like kicks your ass because you have to, you have to fill your cup up. And I massively did that. But it's just, like I said, it's very hard, I think, when you're in this situation to almost see that light at the end of the tunnel and you feel like it's going to go on forever. And I said to Adrian in the car, I was like, it's just a phase, it's just a phase. And then you find you like, you question yourself. And, you know, I was going, is it us? <laughs> Do, are we doing something wrong? And I was like, no, we're not. Because like, we're not doing anything different. He's just going through a, a difficult phase. He's he's testing the boundaries. He's, he's pushing it. He's testing us. And he's kind of just seeing what he can and can't do. And I think when they're like this, it's so important to keep very like disciplined, very strict and stern in that you don't let the boundaries move. And I definitely need to make sure I stick to this because I think my downfall is sometimes out of ease, I won't put him upstairs, you know, because I'm trying to sort the, the breakfast out or something and I just have to make sure I'm sticking to that and being like, no, come on, be really, really disciplined with it because that's what he needs. So this is what life is like at the minute with little Sunny boy. Love him to bits. He's the most gorgeous little boy. He's honestly so adorable, but he is like the devil at the minute. He is it's like he's possessed and I'm hoping it's not going to last forever even to the point where like, you know, I, I get a bit worried about taking him to see family at the minute because we've got a few things booked in coming up with family. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't know whether we can take him because he's just horrendous. But I'm hoping, like I said, it's been going on a few weeks. Surely, surely we're coming to the end of it and he'll be a little bit more chilled out. I really hope so. And he'll just kind of grow out of it. But I always have to remind myself that it is a phase. Cece was like this. Uh, I mean, I don't think she was as bad, surely. If, in fact, if anyone listening has followed me for the whole time since I've had Cece, if you remember me saying things like this on my live videos on Facebook about Cece, remind me, make me feel better. But I just don't think she was as bad. And like I said, hopefully it's just a phase and he'll grow out of it. But in the meantime, I am just going to focus on keeping calm, giving myself my, my, my hot coffees when I can, and just remember that, you know, things, we can't always control things, but we can control how we deal with them. That is what I'm telling myself. So thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I hope I haven't sounded too negative or moaned because, you know, I just want to share mum life with you all that are listening because I assume you are all mothers. Otherwise, you might be like, oh my God, I'm never having kids in my life. And if that is the case, I'm so sorry. I love them really. Please have children if you can. They are amazing, but they are so difficult as well. You just sometimes need a little environment. You can come on, share your troubles because a problem shared is a problem halved. And if I can make one mum feel better or feel reassured, or supported in the crazy journey of mum life, then I feel like I've done my job. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys.